0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSC. Four,
1: four, four. Hello, 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 hello. And welcome, everybody, 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 everybody. So, this was an episode of Cop End, Cop End, Cop End, Cop End. Fracas, 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 fracas. There's going to be a common theme in this pod, as you've guessed from the, um, from the intro music. It's going to be based on the number four. That's right, I feel like the count from Session Street. One, two, three, four, four three, four. Four goals, Liverpool scored! <laughs> uh, and to discuss all this, I am your host, Chris, and I'm joined by Fahi and Peter. Gentlemen, how are you doing today?
0: Yeah, I'm good. Knock at the door, number four. You know, you, you called me <laughs> to jump on. I was like, cool, I'll jump on. Let's discuss what happened on Saturday. Let's talk about our bitches from North London um but yeah i'm good man how are you
1: i'm good man um a little bit busy with work but hopefully you know with christmas coming around the corner we'll die a little bit down and uh yeah i have been more, more free time to focus on you're working yeah. hard for that christmas bonus bro gotta do, man you know you, you see how christmas. everyone ups,
0: ups their work middle of november till the end of the year uh, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Chris needs new
0: shoes, baby. You know what I mean?
1: Bro, so i that Just money. so
0: they're front of mind of the directors and all that stuff. Like, yeah, I've been grafting, <laughs> man. I've been grafting this year. Remember this report I made? Oh.
1: Well, I've timed it really well because I'm working on this, like, really big project towards the end of the year. I'm like, there yeah, yeah this, this, div- this deserves all of the bonus money. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. this is
0: classic corporate
1: office. Um, <laughs> tactics, Nasty yeah uh, for more more on that tune into grindstone fracas they'll be coming soon um <laughs> <laughs> peter how you doing brother
2: yeah i'm i'm lovely man i'm good man just had to quickly crash it on, on on them on them boys them ygs you know now we telling me about what like like azette smith roll saka oh. like and i said on the um i said in the um patreon like saka smith good boys like good boys like man likes them guys isn't it like good guys but, but Come on, man. We're talking about the OGs here. We're talking about like, you know what I'm saying? Premier League all time was like, come on, man. I had to crash on them quickly. You know, send send you back home with nothing, man.
1: Exactly, man. The, the the criminal disrespect that was going on towards one of the best front threes, not only in the Premier League, but in world football, was just was unbelievable. Uh yeah. It reached it, you know, this is what happens when Arsenal win a few few games against meaty teams. The no, confidence I, levels I, I hate
2: it. it had to be you, but no, I actually, I love it. it. Had to be like, like Mariah says, you like it. I love it, man. Like, come on, man. The thing is, they were getting, they were getting like just a bit. You know, man was just starting to see a bit combined teams. I was starting. To
0: They're get, getting a bit zesty, man. Yeah, like, I'm, zesty. Like, I'm
2: starting to see a bit too much dip on your chip. You know what I'm saying? So wow,
0: that hot marinade. They, they 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 were up in the spice of it. It's right. cool. Man. I will I just, see Saturday, man, big boy.
2: That's cool. Like man, man seen, Uh, what did they say? They said, uh. I don't really mind that result. It was, I learned a lot from it. Oh, yeah. All right, mate. All right, cool. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I was,
1: I, I was yeah. hearing terminologies like free hit. like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <That's football. laughs> There's no such thing as a free hit at the highest levels of football where you want to reach. What do you think you are? Norwich? Good Lord. Um, but of course, today's part is presented by Touchline Media Group. And there is a whole host of content coming to you live and for free. This week, of course, you've got every single main pod, courtside, frackers, pit sides, frackers as well. But of course, you can join the guys from Mugger and Chessie Hour on Thursday at 8 p.m. I think 8 p.m. I think it's 7 or, p.m. or 8 p.m. What Ooh, early kickoff, it might Eight... be early kickoff, 7 p.m. I think early kickoff, the adjusting to the Europa League times. I, I respect it, I respect it. Um, as Thursday nights are Europa nights, as BT like to um, advertise, which is the weirdest thing ever. Um, you can see, um it's going to be an all-star cast, really, uh, of Mugger representatives and Chessy representatives going at it on the Fabled Fight Card. Uh, so you do tune, in, do tune into that at 7pm exclusively on YouTube. Check out the respected Twitter accounts and, of course, the Trustline Fracas Twitter account for when that link drops on Thursday. But, of course, this is a Liverpool-focused podcast. Um, and if you want a little bit more from us as well then do head over to the Patreon page. The Patreon page where it is the best place to get that premium LFC content um, from us here at Copper and Fracas. So that is www.patreon.com forward slash Copper and Frackass. Again, from just £3 a month, you get a guaranteed free shows per week. Free! Three shows per week, and of course with the Christmas holiday coming up, we're going to be bored, we're going to, we're going to be wanting to get away from family, you know, oh, get away from me, Cousin Bentwood! I don't want to talk to you, man, I want to record, I don't want, want, want to talk about Liverpool, I want to talk about January transfer windows, this is one of me, if you want to talk to me, subscribe to the Patreon page, Cousin Bentwood. okay, and if you also want to talk to us and you want to be a proud cop and patron, you want to have that cop and patron on your chest, then do head over to www.patreon.com forward slash cop and Fracas today. But we are here to talk about Liverpool four Arsenal nil. Um, and Fahim, I'm going to come to you first because me and Peter, had a, me and Peter did the uh, post match on Saturday, which was a lot of fun. Um, you had you had the best of both worlds, really, because you had I know you didn't watch the game live at the time, mm. but you were able to post your fable, the classic, the streets will never forget. Arsenal lost meme, mm. and then have the full enjoyment of watching the, the ninety minutes at eleven o'clock at night. Talk me through your contrasting emotions from that process.
0: 1.30 at night, by the way. I stayed up till half three watching that game. Look,
1: so... at, the dedica- look at the dedication. Dedication, and, you know, man. This man stayed up until half three in the morning. That's worth at least a £3.00 a month page of subscription. Fam, I, l- listen, I
0: can't jump on a podcast talking about football when I'm not watching the game. <laughs>
1: That's ridiculous.
0: So you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay up and I'm going to watch the games. Otherwise, I may as well not podcast. What's the point? So, yeah, I, I missed the game because of marital duties. You know, it is what it is. Um, but 1.30 in the morning, I came home and I whacked it on. I didn't look at the text messages. I didn't look at the group chat. I saw about 500 plus messages. I knew we won, but I didn't see what happened. Like, I, don't, mm-hmm. I didn't know when people scored. So it was a surprise to me, right? Um, but, yeah, what was the question? Sorry,
1: I was, for, I've never really had that experience of having the joy of the victory. But then yeah. watching the game later on. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I mean, it, it was a sigh of relief because you know like <laughs> this season, every game that I've missed, we've not won for some reason. And you know, like like that, that football um superstition stuff. Yeah, like, I, I get you get randomly superstitious, like rah, every time we've not won, I've been sitting on the left side of the sofa. This time <laughs> I'm gonna sit on the right side, so yeah, we're definitely gonna win. And I've been thinking the whole time, like, right, every single game I've missed, we've not won. What if it happens again? So, yeah, when I shut my phone, I saw 4-0. I was like, thank God, man. Um, I can relax, watch it nice. And, and yeah, it, it it was a nice watch, man. Nothing too heavy. It was a light meal. It was like an appetizer. It, it Honestly, it's like going to the cafe for a quick bite. That's what it was. There was nothing more to it. <laughs>
1: We should do a separate pod on that Patreon mod just based on football superstitions because, I, I mean, I watch it same place every time, same volume, same T-shirt. Fan. You know, the, the, I don't know whether it's the, the Asian in me combined with, you know, the superstition of football, but it's those two things that combine together that make me some form of, like, you know, superstitious um, totem pole whenever the games yo, are on. So. yo, I used to be really bad
0: as a kid, man. I used to be mad superstitious. Like, oh, I I can't be laying down whilst I'm watching the game. I've got to be sat here. I've got to be wearing this. It was just ridiculous. Because end of the day, we weren't winning anything anyway. So <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it took long enough for me to realize. I don't know about Peter. Has he ever been superstitious?
2: Yeah, for sure. I definitely. There was literally there was so there was a period when like um I think it might have been under Rogers, I think I told you about this why he went. Like, every time I used to watch us live, we used to lose. All the time, we used to lose. So I was like, yeah, okay, cool. It's me. It's 100% me. I'm going to stop watching us live, and then, like, we're going to get better. And I just realized what we're shit. We're Maybe i just stop that, so yeah.
1: Yeah, we're playing for it at the back for a reason. There's, you know. <laughs> Yo, oh, God, don't remind me. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not talk about that there's there's, oh. there's better times that we can experience. Um... I want to talk about the first kind of like 25 minutes of the game because I think it's really, it's a really interesting way that we approach it. We, you know, big game Anfield, some of the lights. It's against, you know, decent opposition. Um, and we don't go hell for leather in terms of, you know, 100 miles an hour, pressing for, manically pressing for the ball and searching for a goal within the first 10, 15 minutes of the game. We kind of have this like really laid back approach where we just want to control it and have it on a bit more strings. Do you think that was a conscious decision for the coaching staff to do that after the international break, considering how games have gone? Or do you think it's something that we've been doing a little bit more naturally recently?
2: No, I don't think that is um, a conscious decision. I think a feature of Liverpool's um, play, especially this season, at like the first 20 minutes, we normally go gung Like We normally, like, especially at Anfield as well, big games, it's like, can you handle the first 20 minutes? Like You know what I'm saying? Especially like against um, against Chelsea, Against Man City, like we started off quite well, Chelsea more so, like all we'll this goal, press them, you know what I'm saying, Make, create a lot of chances, Milan as well, another example, the first 20 minutes of Milan, crazy, ridiculous, but like I think with this game, maybe the hangover from international break that normally comes to effect, Arsenal kind of retreating straight away, so obviously we kind of want to see whether they're going to come at us, or they're going to retreat, to be fair, they normally do retreat every time they play us, so they retreated and gave us the ball, and I also think it's partly due to the crowd as well. Cause I really think the crowd was quite lackluster like as well. So um they weren't like as loud and as like um they don't they weren't there was quite as quite, They were more quiet than usual. And I think the team were kind of just like, um, they were kind of um like representative of that. And we just kind of got on the ball, we were passing it around. I don't think the tempo was quick enough at all. weren't moving it around quick enough. Um, like well Arsenal to kind of play out of their press a little bit. Um, too much, um, and yeah, it took kind of like a, a silly kind of action from Arteta to kind of wake everyone up. But all of a sudden, when Arteta does that, whatever he does to close, the crowd just literally goes whoa! Like you know what I'm saying? That's our manager. You dumb! You know what I'm saying? And everyone just goes like everyone starts <laughs> like shouting. The team Liverpool gets into it. We start moving it quicker. We start you know what I'm saying. So yeah, it was, it's kind of a strange one, like. It's not until that I'll tell done that, it's like, that's when we kind of got going. But normally you do see Liverpool kind of start very, very quickly.
1: Yeah, it's one interesting points from Peter there because I kind of half feel like it kind of is a bit of a a calculated thing that they put into the game plan because one of the things I've noticed recently is kind of towards the last 20, 50 minutes of game, when we have quite strong starts, we're blowing really hard, pause, yeah. you know, physically. Mm-hmm. Um and looking more tired than usual. Obviously, it's bound to happen, you know, with the age of the players and whatnot. So, with a bit more of a controlled start, and then you hit a catalyst switch at some point. At this yeah. point, it came a little yeah. bit quicker because Arteta thought he was a bad man, and then tried it on the touchline for some odd reason, uh, yet to be known to there the. There was masses.
0: genuinely nothing wrong with that attempt by Mane to win the ball. By the way,
1: like. Celta is different. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I agree. It was it was a fair, it was a fair effort to, to to win the ball, but um, do, do you think that is, is a conscious decision that the, the slower start and then to kind of ramp it up later on in the game just to make sure they've got a bit more control and kind of treat it a bit more like a like a boxing match at first.
0: You know what? Um, I never really thought too much about it. I, I I get Peter's point about yeah, you know, what international coming back from the international break a bit of rust, crowd were a bit like you know quiet as well, so maybe it would just taking a while for them to pick it up, but your point is valid, um, if you kind of look at the Brighton game for example, we were kind of <laughs> blazing them for the first half and then look what happened second half we gassed out and that's how they hit us that's how they got us, so maybe Klopp thought, you know what, we know how Arsenal want to set up anyway, they're not going to really try and hit us, so for that reason, we may as well just sit back, just kind of relax a bit and then when they least expect it that's when we're going to go after them and, yeah, obviously you had the fortunate situation of Arteta kind of um, igniting the fans and kind of getting them going. And that probably did help a lot um, That because, obviously, tempers were flying. Um, but, yeah, I, I can see how that could have been something about us more managing our energy as well. Um, I guess we'll be able to tell on Saturday when we play Southampton and see how we start then.
1: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think it was... I mean, it's a combination of just, you know, it rushed after the international break and maybe a little bit of something they've done research-wise, coaching. Um, of course, that, that catasum moment does happen where the whole ground gets riled up, the team gets riled up. Again, I still think he's absolutely insane that you would try something like that with a manager whose players would literally run for a brick wall for him. It yeah. makes no sense whatsoever, and... I think we could all agree that um, Arteta will probably get battered as well. So does that add incentive there as well? Um, we do create a fair bit first half, Every, you know, kind of like from 25 onwards, it is all Liverpool. Um, I think Arsenal up until halftime only really have the one shot from La Conga. And it's a, it's, a, it's a decent save from, um, i say it's actually a fairly routine save from, from Allison. but you know, we turn the style on and we do get the goal fairly, fairly early on. Um, Peter, I'll I'll come to you and kind of talk about a little bit um, on the pod at the weekend, the Patreon exclusive. Uh, It's just a fantastic ball from Trent this season. In in a season where he's delivered from set pieces, hasn't been the greatest. Again, do you think there's something that they should be working on a little bit more to kind of create these chances when we've got a lot of players who are very good aerially?
2: Um. Do you know what I think regarding set pieces? I think he's had a couple of games where a bit shaky, but in terms of crossing, his set pieces have been really good. His shooting, mm. his set pieces haven't been good. So when it's direct, that's when I think he hasn't been too good. Apart from obviously the West Ham game where he scores, I don't think shooting wise he's been that good. But you know what I'm saying? I think we scored the most from corners this season. I think we got six. Um, so like you know what I'm saying? So that means uh, he's and I think most of the crossings have come from him or Shimkas... So I do think he's, um, crossing the billy has been amazing. But like, he's just, when you have a turn like Trent, um, you always have a, like, you always have that kind of threat of um, scoring from a set piece, and he literally, that's like a dime, like, he puts the right on one his head and then Ramsdale can't get to it. But yeah, I think Trent was so fortunate, again, and blessed to have someone who has, like, a wonderful right foot. And my thing with Trent is that, like, he, I think a lot of people obviously compare him to other fullbacks, but where he differs for me and where like he's better than a couple of other um, fullbacks is that he's the prime creator of our team. And other fullbacks, their respons- their responsibilities are to kind of, you know what I'm saying, players obviously like a fullback, but in terms of getting a good ball in and trying to whip it. Whereas Trent's responsibility is actually to break down a team, try and create, not just through crossing, actually through a different range of passing, through through, through balls. Through low driven crosses, through whips, you know what I'm saying. So, but like, you know what I'm saying. Other fullbacks is just kind of like, okay, I've got a good crossing ability. As long as I can get, I get to byline, or I can, you know, what I'm saying, work an angle. Maybe I might be able to cross it. But we're using Trenton to different positions. So in build up, you might come into centre mid, or sometimes you might have the touchline. But like, he's our prime creator. His responsibility is to break down teams. Like. There's no other, there's maybe Cancelo's the other one who's got sort of a responsibility, but I would argue that it's not the same because Man City have other creators, whereas we don't mm-hmm. have as many creators as Man City. So, um yeah, again, with Trent, like, it's a thing where it's like, if, say, we struggle to create chances, it will be Trent's, like, the main bulk of that thought, the, the response, like, it will be Trent's kind of fault along with Robertson, along with other people, but it will be mainly Trent's fault. But if Chelsea struggle to create chances, it's not Bruce James' fault. You know what I'm saying? He's just one of many. If, I don't know, other fullbacks, yeah. You know I'm saying I don't know, like, I look, but yeah, it won't be their fault. But with us, it's like Trent is our prime creator. Trent, the influence he has on the game is so much more compared to other fullbacks. So, yeah, I think that's why he's top, top notch. Obviously, um, yeah, he's a, he's a top, top player, and we're lucky to have him on our hands.
1: Yeah, fire. you got gonna follow up on what Peter said there because I think it's really interesting that what he says in terms of the creation aspects. Um, how do you feel? with that and his evolution of the role this season, you know, we've been kind of playing a bit more central midfield when we do kind of go a bit more forward. Mm. Do you think that's added a few more strings to his bow from attacking sense?
0: I don't know, man. I've, I, I feel as if he kind of got to... I, I don't really see how much more he could have kind of improved um, from what I've seen in the past, what, 18 months? Um, obviously, from a defensive point of view, it's a different conversation. But talking about the attacking side of things, I think he's been... He has been stellar and yeah, there have been improvements. I, I think he gets into better positions more. I think he reads the game much better and gets into like better spaces when he's not on the ball. Um, but yeah, with the ball, he's just the same as before. Um, I've not really seen that much of a change. I just think the quality is just as good. I know people have been talking about his set pieces. I know you've just you mentioned it five minutes ago. Um, they've not exactly been the greatest. I think that's what you're trying to get at. Um yeah. But I think they've improved the past couple of games. I, I think he's, the delivery has been more on point. I think the last three games, his delivery has been more on point. Obviously, well, he scored against West Ham, but let's not count that. But in just in general, the corners, the free kicks, they have been better. I think, yeah, with, with Trent, it's a really weird one, man. I, I, don't, I don't have much to criticise him on, apart from the defensive aspect of his game. Um, Attacking-wise, I think it's fantastic.
1: No, I completely agree. Um, I think the thing with the, with the set pieces I'm, I'm on about is... I feel like we, even though I think we've scored a fair few this season, I feel like we should be, always be scoring more. You think? Just because when you got when you got Virgil, when you got Matip, they always feel like yeah. they should be bagging way more from those kind of situations.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's fair.
2: I I, I still don't think Matip is the most commanding. or so much more, like for his size. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but, but in general, I think. Uh, even in the Arsenal game, they were saying, we've scored the most from set pieces this yeah, season in the Premier League. Yeah, we have.
2: yeah.
0: So, so, yeah, even then, if you include the goal that happened afterwards, I think the goal happened afterwards before they said that. Um, mm. So, yeah, we, I think we're doing all right, man. I think you're in a bit harsh. It's more the left side that's been the issue. I think it's when Robbo's been taking set pieces. Well,
1: that was going to yeah. be my next point, because I think whenever 100. you see Shimakas in the eleven, yeah, he's... Del- I, one of the things we've, we've praised him from here to high heaven about uh, is his kind of set piece delivery mm-hmm. and I think you saw it again um, he had a really good one and it was the Virgin I think he I have to look at the XG on that but it felt like it was a decent
2: opportunity for him Was that it the Max one where put, him and Matt both went for it at the same time?
1: Yeah that was the one
2: Yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. It was a fantastic delivery um, so I, I just think there's certain situations where we could possibly be a little bit better from set pieces. Like, I mean, you look at, you look at the Mane goal. Um, One of the things that Matic does really well, he screens the defender. It's supposed to be on Mane. So he's Mm. got a clean run for the ball. And obviously Trent has put that on an absolute dime. It's a perfect pass. It's just a simple conversion for Mane to make. So I think with just little tweaks and, you know, just a bit of creativity. We can get even more reward from our set pieces. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair. It's fair. I
0: I mean, you can always do better. It's not like we've reached Mm -hmm. the fucking pinnacle of set pieces. So, yeah, we can always do better. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I completely agree. agree. I want to talk about uh, kind of how we approach the game from a pressing point of view. One of the things that Arsenal tried to do a lot in the first half and failed to do um, spectacularly in in the beginning of the second half was play out from the back. Successful analysis there from from all the video guys and whatnot to identify that. Talk to me how impressed you guys were with the press from this game in comparison to fixtures from earlier on in the season.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of our successes from Saturday, yes, um, we pressed at the right times and at the right intensity, but a lot of it was Arsenal were just so lackadaisical with the ball, man. Um, it, yeah, it just didn't touch right. what they were doing. And I, I just, I just feel as if it showed their immaturity as a team um, to think they can come to Anfield against our forwards and kind of play around, play um, across the back like that. Like you, you can't be doing that. You're not at the Emirates. You're not playing a mid-table team in the Premier League. You're playing Liverpool, one of the best. And um, I get you have to stick to your philosophy and all that kind of stuff. But I still feel as if there's a time and place to be doing that. And they kind of cause their own problems um we knew they were going to do that because we know that Arteta is stuck in his ways so we knew exactly what to do we knew exactly their patterns of play we knew we knew exactly where the fullbacks were going to go where they pre- where they prefer to pass it. they usually pass it um centrally when they receive the ball in the flanks like we knew all of that stuff so that's how they got undone
1: Pierre?
2: yeah yeah 100 that's the because you know what the reason why I asked to, it wasn't like a tactical thing to be kind of like that, stays or whatever in the first 20 minutes was because I feel like they kind of got out of our press a couple of times in the first 20 minutes so there was a couple of times where Ramsdale he got to midfield and they got to Saka really quickly and then Saka started running at Van Dijk or Saka started running at Shimkas and I was thinking obviously we don't want that to kind of happen but then obviously once we got into it I think once the crowd got into us we came out with a bit more intensity and you saw Jota and Mane to um, Chamberlain kind of all press as like a unit and that's how we won the ball quite quickly And especially, there was a period in the first half, uh, sorry, not the first half, the first bit of the second half, where we just absolutely kept them in. So the first 10 minutes of the second half, they literally couldn't get out anywhere. And I think we kind of benefited from um, Nuno Tavares and Lukonga's first, um, this is their first time at Anfield, playing at Anfield for Arsenal. So they were just kind of like, bearing the headlights. They were getting pressed. The way Lukonga plays is kind of like, yeah,
1: on the Lekonga was trying it on the turn a lot and then was just getting Yeah,
2: that's the so how he plays. Like, when I watch him the season, he likes to take extra touch. He likes to kind of be on the ball. So that would help. That benefits us. And again, Tavares is another one who doesn't know, like, if you're getting pressed, just hook it down the line, but Anfield is not the time to be doing whatever. So, yeah, I think we benefit from that. And like um, Fahey said, um, Arteta's never ever going to change his tactics. Like, a normal team in that second half would have just went, OK, we're we'll getting pressed. Let's go long. The next 10, 20 minutes... You know what I'm saying? Forget this, you know what I'm saying, our philosophy for a little bit. Let's let's just go along to a bad man, along to like I said, Maybe he can hold it up. But you know what I'm saying, our Teta team will not change their ways. They'll just kept playing out of the back, kept playing out of the back. And yeah, it just it just fell straight into our hands.
0: Yeah. You 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 know what you're gonna get with Arsenal, man. Especially an Arteta managed Arsenal. It's just it's just the same thing. They're just so set in their ways. Um you respected it because obviously they have a philosophy they
2: believe, it, believe in, Sorry, but, but... you know what? It's, it's been working, I guess because Ramsar's distribution is really really good, and obviously Ben White is also really good on the ball. But yeah, against Liverpool, we were like Jota especially his pressing has improved. I can't yeah. like mm-hmm. so much. Like if you um go back, especially to like the um, last season against like Aston Villa where we lost whatever seven one or seven two against Real Madrid. That we lost like he's pressing in those games were absolutely horrendous like he didn't know where to kind of press obviously because he's new right you know what I'm yeah. saying Klopp's style is quite it's quite a complex you know what I'm saying thing to take in but then if you compare that to now I think this season apart from Salah and obviously Salah's played every single game Jota is the second most pressing in our team so it just shows that um Jota he's pressing this season has improved tenfold. and yeah he's he's really taken to Klopp's kind of style
0: yeah, 100%. And I think beginning of the season, Jot was being criticised a lot for not being as clinical in front of goal. But, you know, I think they were trying to kind of get him, get him sped up with the the pressing kind of ways um, of playing as a centre forward. So after a few games, you kind of saw that, you know what, he's really improved that side of his game. Now he can kind of go back to sniffing around the box, but he also knows now when is the right time to press, where he needs to be going, at what intensity. And yeah, it's, it's clearly working out because you've seen the last few games again. Um, he's he's doing the right thing,
1: and it definitely worked out on Saturday as well. Um, yeah, the you know first of all the, the awareness to kind of get the ball dispossessed. Legend says that Ben White is still sliding somewhere. Um, where he's sliding to, we don't know. Uh, hopefully, we can get an update on that as soon as possible. But fine, I'll come back to you. The the, the cuteness of that finish. Is mm. so fantastic. Um, what were your first reactions when you did see that goal? Yeah,
0: and no, it was nice. I, I, I smiled and I clapped at what 2.15, 15, 2. 20 in the morning. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it, it, it was it was nicely done. You managed um, to avoid I, that goal by
2: hmm? all over on Twitter, and hmm? that was the first time you saw that goal. Yeah, legit. legit. How oh, I, your... I
0: avoided everything. I told you, I literally avoided everything. I just checked live score. Live soccer, live score, live live score. Yeah, I checked that really? at seven thirty. Saw the score. And that was it. Wow, amazing. Yeah, well, bro. When I need to be disciplined, I'm gonna be disciplined, man. And Liverpool Arsenal was my favorite game of the season. So yeah, that's I really cool. wanted to see why wow. because there are bitches, man. I I, I like watching. Um, yeah, actually, I don't, I'm not going to say that. That's, <laughs> yeah. I, anyway, it's you only, with, Yeah, you guys can work out what I'm trying to get at. But yeah, I mean, it, it was nicely done. Um, I love seeing defenders make errors and we capitalise on it. Like, it's, it's one of my favourite things in football. It's just so pleasing to watch when a defender makes an error and we capitalise and we score. Um, it was beautifully done. He was so composed. I think Ben White thought that he was going to shoot to his left, so he, mm-hmm. his body his body was going there. But Obviously, Jota kind of fainted and went the other way, um, did it beautifully and it made it even better because 30 minutes pre- previous to that, um, why am I saying Ben White? I mean Ramsdell. 30 minutes previous to that, Ramsdale was smiling because he made a couple of saves that were straight at him. And he was there, yeah, like, so
1: what, what are your yeah. guys opinions on Aaron Ramsdale? Because I always think with, with goalkeepers, there's like a really easy sell to make that they're saving things, you know, they have a really high save percentage. But from what I've seen with him, all of his saves are basically stuff he should be saving routinely and on target. All right, all right, okay, all right. Um, it's it's, it's a weird Justin's into the room as well. Biggest
2: hate Yeah, <laughs> apart from that Leicester save, though, just because I know they'll be asking you didn't see that Leicester save was, was mad. No, that so, so, for, me, they so that, that, that that for me,
1: that Leicester save for me is poor positioning. Oh allow it, but that that they wrote a whole
0: article on a fucking save. Yeah, like, their brother's on.
1: starving.
0: <laughs> uh, with Ramsdale, I think what it is yes, he has been good. Let's let's be real, he has done well. But a lot of it is down to the fact that we thought he was going to be shit. Arsenal fans thought he was going to be crap. We yeah. all thought he was going to be crap. So for that reason, he has really surprised us with the way he has performed. And now the press and just everyone in general, they're hyping it up to be at a level which it really isn't. And yes, I mean, it, if, if you want to be a bit pessimistic, you can say a lot of the shots are saved straight at him. I'm um, shot straight at him, sorry. Um He's been good, but I don't think he's been good as everyone's made out. The distribution stuff, again, I don't think, yes, his accuracy is on point. But sometimes with distribution, you need to look at what it leads to. It's all good making 50-yard diags, but then nothing happens. Like, if you look at what Edison does, when he's distributing the ball, it's for a reason. There's a purpose. There's a move that they're trying to make. With, when Ramsdale does it, I don't think that it's, it's the case, really and truly. I think yeah, he, his passing is on point, distribution is good, but it's all good having good distribution. What are you doing with the ball afterwards? Um, so yeah, I, I'd say he's done all right. He's done all right. I don't think it's been good enough to be in a combined eleven fight card. But yo, that's not my beef, Chris. That's your beef with Julian. I'll let you man talk on that <laughs> one.
1: But, um, yeah, man, we were we were rubbed. You know, I've never yeah. seen such hijinks and fevery since, you know, Montreal in uh, 1997. I, I knew
0: you were rattled, so I never spoke to you about it. I was like, you know what?
1: I'm going to allow... <laughs> well, what, for- gave, what gave it away? It was my, it was my face expressions right into the card? I was just, just so sitting there like, what <laughs> the fuck is going on? Like- I was
0: watching it on the train. And I was thinking, this is fucking stupid, man. <laughs>
1: but Because you know, the funny thing was, I can, I can obviously tell Dan and Shabs have done a lot of planning behind. Oh, it's 100%. Diabolical yeah. work. I got in 20 minutes before that fight card went live, so I'd done fuck all. I just thought, you know, right. let's get a few bars out and whatnot. But yeah, man, we were um we were set up.
0: Listen, you, you know what it is. It reminded me of, you know, like the FA Cup when we'd get knocked out by Burnley. Like you, you think <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is an easy dub, we're here, don't watch this. You we'll know what? Through,
2: yeah. They they like that fight card came at the perfect time. Like like so the whole season we hadn't lost a game. We lost-lost to West Ham, and Arsenal it's been on like 10 <laughs> game This is, this is the run. thing, man, especially with the Alisson s- point as well. Literally, just after... That, so, no way ramsell has been better than Alisson this season. No bloody way, but literally, that game is the worst game it could have came... Like, Allison has saved us in so many games this season. Like, I can point to Norwich, I can point to Crystal Paddy, so I can point to so many games, but like, you know what I'm saying, he made the mistake against West Ham. Oh no, Allison's had a terrible season, blah, 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 blah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then like, just... Like, Van Dyke, the level he's playing at this season, him playing at 60%, is still better than Ben White. Like, what are you actually... like? I think David it was Gabriel. He, I
0: think it was Gabriel, not Ben White.
2: No, it was Ben White and Matic. Those are the two centre-backs, right? That nah, used. it was Gabriel. It was Gabriel. It was, Gabriel, Gabriel was it? But it was Gabriel,
0: was like,
2: yeah. yeah. Again, Smith-Rowe picked over Marnie. Marnie's second-top goalscorer this season. But, like, it's just this... The, they are benefiting from, like Fahy said, all of their players not being that very good or kind of overachieving. And because... We're not like what's it called? We're not like absolutely you know what I'm saying? We're, not, in media, it? We're not like you know what I'm saying? So they're yeah. just benefiting from these young boys doing kind of kind of well, doing okay. Listen, and our players is- for our players to get in, they literally have to be like Salah, bloody, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Listen,
0: it was it was good work by Dan and Chabs. Oh, two two good guys. They, they Yo, they they planned it out well. Like, no,
2: out. but the worst one is Lacazette. He scored one goal. Nah, no, no, listen. They what? didn't plan that out bro. well at
0: all. That was just Babs being a bum. He's a massive... Right. Bo- one goal. This,
2: <laughs> like, bro, even Firmino's got <laughs> like five goals that, this season. Like, they didn't
0: plan that out well at all. But the rest of it, kudos to them. They did very, very well. Um, Babs, you should be team a so, champion. I know
2: you listen to this. Babs, you are an absolute bum. Like, that team... You are disgraced. <laughs> you should be taking off a fight card. I don't want to see you on a fight card again. He's, you, he's are the at, you watch football. You know football. So for you to do that, shameful. Put down a drink and bloody, you know what I'm saying? Shameful. But
0: Yeah, but yeah, back to the Ramsdale point. He's been good. He has been good. But <laughs> I think I think it's purely because we all thought he was going to be shit. So because mm. he's looked half decent, it's like, ah, oh, Ramsdale's amazing. He should be England's number one. But now, I need to see a bigger portfolio of, of games, not just like eleven or twelve. It needs to be a good twenty twenty five, and then we can be like, yeah, you know what, this guy has been solid.
1: Yeah, sample, the sample size is, is 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 going to be key, especially with you know with the World Cup on the horizon as well. Um, we're talking about goalkeeper distribution. fur um, goal is is the peak pinnacle of it. It's a really good, really really well worked team goal. Um yep. Allison Allison Shimakas to Jota, Jota to Mane, and then uh, Mane to Salah. It is the antithesis of what Klopp's Liverpool is built on: quick transitional football, um, and something I-, I want to see a lot more of in the future. Really, because when when the team is clicking like that, it is very, very, very hard to beat. Um, I want to talk about the midfield. So the options were scarce. <laughs> <laughs> He is ready.
2: Man. He is ready. He is ready. Yeah, go on. Let's
1: go, Chris. Go on, Chris. Let's go. Yeah, go. I, just, I just want to. I want to talk about the midfield because I thought it was an interesting selection. Um, obviously, when you have Fabinho and Thiago, you know, with that stat that they've, you know, never lost the game when playing with each other, and you know, X, Y, and Z. But then you have the wild card factor of Oxley Chamberlain there, and as you can tell by the car sound effect, um, it is very much a wild card. But with the two of the other midfielders being very stable and providing, you know, interceptions, defensive stability and whatnot, it allowed oxlade Chamberlain to be a bit more aggressive and kind of play to his strengths a lot more in this game. How do you think that balance of the midfield worked in our favor at the weekend?
2: Yeah, to be fair, Chris, like let's let's call the spade this spade. Like, you know, I think I could play with Thiago Fabinho. <laughs> Come on, those those are the two <laughs> Literally two of the top like ten midfielders in the Premier. Like those two again. I've always said if, if Tiago stays fit and he plays alongside Fabinho, you have got a hell of a chance of winning. You know what I'm saying? Something big. So, but now I'm joking. Now I'm joking. Now. Let me. Ag- agendas aside, I don't really have a gen on. But like he 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 played really well. That 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 game. I think yeah. I think I think that's the, that's that's the best game he played this season in terms of his energy. Even in terms of you know the chance that surprised me was when I think they crossed it in and. It might have been Smith Rowe, and he literally just tracked Smith Rowe all the way back and he, Yeah, it was he, really he
1: impressive in the first half. Ball,
2: yeah. And it was just like wow, I ain't seen you know what I'm saying that was that was great play from um great work, um effort and work work um ethic and intensity to get back because you also like even in the Brighton game, I think Klopp was talking about people not having the right attitude towards like defending and going back, but Chamberlain definitely showed it there. But, yeah, in terms of, like you said, so the, what happens with that midfield, just to go into it quite like, tactically, is that obviously it's obviously we know it's the typical kind of free midfield, Fabinho sits deeper. But what ends up happening is that kind of Tiago comes deeper to kind of collect the ball and it kind of goes into like a pivot. So, um, and Fib- Fabinho slides more to the right and Thiago, um comes into the pivot and he goes to collect the ball with Van Um Obviously, we know Tiago loves the ball, so... And he's a midfielder that he always shows. Like you have these kind of midfielders these days; um, they kind of like search and destroy midfielders, and they don't really want to be on the ball. But Thiago a complete opposite. Every time he kind of shows for the ball, he wants the ball. He helps us. He helps up. He helps us and build up so much. So he kind of comes into a double pivot, and that allows um, Chamberlain to kind of push forward a bit more and press and help the front free and support the front free. And you know what I'm saying? Also create a triangle with Trent if he can as well help up. So yeah, um it worked perfectly. Like I think especially that game, um Ox, it was very high um intensity, fast paced game. And that suits Ox because he's very um, intense. He likes to get the ball out to drive and yeah, that he played really well. Big up, big him up. But my my big shout out to go to Tiago because I think Tiago was absolutely superb in that game. He's kind of like doing the things that kind of um He's not getting a goal, he's not getting an assist, but he's just really helping us in terms of progressing the ball. So every time he would get the ball from Van Dyke, get the ball from Chimcast, and just progressing at 10 yards, progressing at five yards. Mm-hmm. And he's literally like, and like I said on the um, Patreon, he was doing what Genie does, but more. So he was actually offering a lot more on the ball, but also covering the spaces that Genie would cover and also helping us defensively. So yeah, again, Thiago was. I think Thiago was absolutely superb in that game. And like you said, him and Fabinho have got an excellent record together. I think they've won nine out of the last 10 games. And yeah, he, he was superb in that game.
1: Yeah, Thiago is not one for the GA nerds. who just sit there and go, ah, where's the GA from midfield? Eh, he's he's, he's one for the
2: Progressive carries nerds, though. 1,000%. 1,
1: and and mean, especially
2: especially can. when you look... No, especially pro- progressive carries. Progressive Carrier. Progressive Carrier, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the Bantics. Hey, if, if you listen to the Bantic's pod, that's not a where me and um oh, Mike kind of break down the stats of Liverpool, but yeah.
1: And especially, you know, when you look on that left-hand side, where I think it needs a bit more TLC from a progressive attacking point of view, uh, especially when Robbo's been playing. Uh, that will definitely help alleviate a few more of those concerns because you saw the, inter- the you saw the interlink with him and Mane a few times as well when um, he was allowing... Has to push up a little bit more too. So yeah, it was it was fantastic. Fire, what were your thoughts on Ox from the weekend? Because he's 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 very much been malaligned. Um and you know, we've pigeonholed him as someone who um possibly should look for a move. Just just for himself more than anything. But do you think he showed enough kind of What's the, I can't think of an expression. Here. I was going to go for like some really weird political expression. Do you think he's shown enough to kind of say that he can have a decent impact within this team for the progression of the season? Because if he, he feels like someone who has been lost in the past few years of the evolution of this Liverpool team and just hasn't had a place to really call his own. Um, I think the team. Well, not I think I know the team
0: has gone evolved past him. Number one, they've outgrown him. He, he came in at a time where, you know, um, things were on the up. Um, Klopp was kind of setting a way of playing and he suited that. He suited that chaos football. He suited seventeen eighteen. Um, But as time's gone on and with his body breaking down as much as it has, he's not been able to kind of evolve alongside the team. So yeah. what you've ended up having is the same arc from seventeen eighteen. I don't feel as if you've seen much improvement Um, there's definitely been better understanding of again pressing and carrying the ball forward but other than that um, yeah I don't really see what more he can kind of bring to this team now there's an argument to be had that with Milner potentially retiring next year um, and the lack of English players in the squad anyway. From a homegrown point of view, you may need to keep an Ox. He's a good utility player to have. But I think you and I have said it previously, Chris, that someone like Ox can still offer quite a lot to another team. Yep. It just isn't Liverpool. And I think that's what it is. Now, yeah, he played really well on Saturday. I was super impressed by him. So, yes, I will big him up for that. It was a great performance. Um, I I I, th- I thought he was so confident on the ball, um, and he really he really you can tell he really wanted to grab a goal. He really wanted to give his all. He 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 was doing what we want him to be doing, and he it, it reminded me of a seventeen eighteen performance. But the thing with that is, I think a lot of that is down to who was playing alongside and who was okay. behind him. So because he knew he had Fabinho and Thiago, Ox was allowed to roam and cause chaos, which is what he loves. Now, try and get Ox to play with Hendo and Fabinho. You're not going to get that version of Ox. It's completely different. But because he knows he's got the reliability of Tiago and Fabinho behind him, he's more confident and he, knows, he he can literally just roam in front and it's absolutely fine. When it's Hendo, no offence to Hendo, it's a bit different. Hendo's not as solid as a Fabinho and Tiago duo. Um, he's not as reliable with the ball at his feet. Ox has to do a little bit more, and that's where the problem starts. So, yes, if you're going to have Fabinho and Thiago, Ox can definitely play alongside them. It should be fine for most times. Um, but yeah, I'd, it, it's it's tough. I don't want to be harsh on him because I've been super harsh on him for the past season. But yeah, I I, I still think this is the season for him to kind of just get back into playing. We we need bodies. Um, we're going to have Salah, Mane. Guys probably going to have to play further forward at some point in January. And then he's got a year left on his Connie. It runs out in 2023. So he can just get a move, go to West Ham, like we've been saying for the past three seasons. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know what more to say about it, man. Because yeah, I genuinely like, really like him.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he's, he's a nice guy. My thing is that, like, I know obviously people think that, or well, obviously in the Copantia, they would think that, like, I absolutely hate him and that. But he's a good guy. Like, he's a really nice guy you Know what I'm saying? He's he bonds well with the team, he's got a great te- Um, he's got a great attitude. But my kind of worries, and I would ask a question to like you, Chris. I would ask a question to David, and i would ask a question to like Mike as well, who are quite a big fans of him. Is that um, so his best performances this season, right, are against um Arsenal and Milan, right? No, not Milan, sorry, Atletico Madrid. Those mm-hmm. are the two best performances. And obviously, those performances come at home at Anfield where you have the crowd behind you, you kind of have like a fast-paced game, you have, kind of have like intensity to these kind of games because it's like, you know what I'm saying, you press because we're at home, the onus is on us to kind of, um, kind of you know what I'm saying, win the game and kind of um, take it to the other team. But my worries with Ox is that the majority of teams that we face, because we're Liverpool and because we're, we've won a Premier League, we've won a Champions League, they're going to sit back against us. And it's more of a case of, eight, like, maybe 80% of our games... You know what I'm saying? In the season is that we have to break down the other team, and they're kind of like slow, they're kind of like methodical. but kind of we have we need to get the ball and kind of break down a low block most of the times. And my thing is with Ox is that I don't think he's a creative player, I think he can um, score goals, and he kind of he obviously likes to drive at um, teams. And this kind of can create space, but this doesn't make him creative. You know what I'm saying? I think when someone's creative, I think of like Trent, I think of players that can. Um, play a ball, like I'm saying, play a dime and kind of, kind of unlock defences with a pass, whatever. Obviously, Ox has a good cross in him and he has a good shot, but I wouldn't say he's necessarily creative. So I don't think Ox kind of off- offers us um, enough in terms of breaking down teams. And I think to be one of our midfielders is either you kind of give us the defensive solidarity or you're creative. So you have like Fabinho, for Henderson, maybe you're kind of defensive Milner as well. You kind of can fill gaps so kind of defensively. And you have you kind of you have like Curtis, you have um, Jones. I mean, you have Curtis, you have Elliot, you have Thiago, K who kind of kind of unlock defences with their, you know, what I'm saying attributes. But Ox is kind of in the middle. He can't he can't really give us a defensive solidarity, solidarity yeah. and he can't break down the team. So it's kind of like where does he kind of fit in this team? That, that's where my problem lies with Ox. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How yeah. can he help us break down teams? Yeah,
0: See, I, I I just don't like when when the biggest. Attribute for said midfielder is, ah, he's got energy as he and he can cause chaos. Like what the fuck? Like that's not that's not a selling point.
2: Yeah, I was going to Chris to answer that question because obviously you might see a future for him. So in terms of where you see a future for him, where it could be in a forward, I don't know. Maybe where do you kind of see a future for Ox if he does stay?
1: It's a weird one because he's very much a chaos player, isn't he? He thrives in those matches where he goes a little bit back and forth. Um, I think he showed a bit more of a mature aspect in the Athletic Madrid game more than this game because I don't know about you lot kind of first half an hour there were a few instances where he just got the ball head down no kind of spatial awareness and he was just driving forward I love that
2: shit yeah,
1: like, Ross Barkley used to do that all the time Yeah, yes. all That's the time
2: amazing. funny enough
1: he's <laughs> like I don't particularly know what you're doing but it, it's, it is an odd one because he's also a rhythm player as well so it's hard to judge him when he's not getting a consistent run of games as well but it's a, it's gonna be an odd one because I think this upcoming summer for us in midfield is a massive summer because there's so many players gonna be out of contract. And this you know the Milner point's a really interesting one, by the way, far because I think he sneakily gets a one year extension. <laughs> Again, Whoa, yeah. let my guy rest, man. No,
2: Millie's last think of, dance. So Come on, on, man. think, 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 about it.
0: We need to make this guy dance, man.
1: Let <laughs> 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 that guy. Mourinho's coaching staff now dance.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're doing to Millie right now, man. Come on, let the guy rest.
1: So the only reason I say it is because walk up and oh. the short turn, the short turnarounds and and whatnot. So. It makes sense to keep him around for maybe one more year. That's the only reason. I, kind
0: of I can't do
1: it. I can't keep defending him. I've I've been doing
0: it for too long,
2: man. His actual performances objectively have been quite good this season.
0: They have, yeah. but what he's I mean is
2: college, really good. Yeah,
0: but I feel so I feel so irritated when people shit on him, and it's like
2: yeah, the yeah,
0: bloke's yeah, like yeah. thirty six, yeah. and now he's gonna be thirty seven, and some neek is on the, top <laughs> on the agenda. It's like, come on, man. The bloke is 37. Like, what do you want? Like, he's gonna lose the ball sometimes, and he's not gonna catch up to a player. Like, what what do you want yeah, me to yeah, say to yeah, that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but back to back to the ox point. I I I kind of want to see how it goes from now till the end of January. Mm. Just because you're gonna get a few more chances within January and December as well, because one of the things I want to cover up in, in a little while is how key rotation is going to be in the next few weeks with us, you know, Dead Rubber Champions League games. And we've got that weird league cup game against Leicester where I don't think anyone particularly cares and the manager would love to get knocked out.
2: Peter cares. Um, no, you, you guys show me the run now. Right? To <laughs> see, that run was peak. Oh my no, God. End yeah. of the day,
1: I've got the
0: screenshot of Peter saying, Yeah,
2: I do want to win good. it. But like that run was, there's no way you can get around that run. Yeah, so, you, no, you can't. You can't.
0: Um, one thing I just want to add quickly about Ox, I think we should definitely be starting him against Southampton. If, if you're on a good run of if form, and if we're playing at home again, really and truly, we shouldn't be changing the team. So That's I would hope...
2: Totally
1: yeah, I don't know who you can actually put in, because there's no argument to say you play Hendo tomorrow just from a fitness aspect. Yeah. Um And do you really need John Henson against Southampton? I'd be very concerned yeah. if you did. So... It just makes sense to play, to play. It actually makes sense to play the exact same midfield, hundred against Arsenal, against Southampton. Because it would just be nice to have a bit of team.
0: like familiarity. Oh
1: yeah, and that's and that's good, and that's the key thing, and I think it's one of the reasons why we've been conceding so many goals uh, in in the past, from that previous international breakup to the latest one, is because the familiarity in midfield, which is so chop and change from every single week due to injuries, and just from a general rotation point of view, it messed with the mojo and the flow of the team. So it makes sense to kind of keep one consistent eleven for the next couple of weeks or so, at, at the very least, while other players get up, back up to speed. Um, before we kind of move on to other topics, I want to just talk about how good it was to see Minamino get a goal. Um, yes. It was really good. Uh, it,
2: <laughs> it
1: was fantastic. I was really impressed with the work that Mane did to receive the ball, hold it up. The, he's beating the washed allegations. Um, if, if he's that's definitely what, beating the
2: him. I de- need more of that, man. I need if that's washed. I need
1: all of that. I need all of that. Like, <laughs> if this is the on, new man, era of washed, I need that. I need that <laughs> I washed. Need that. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> um, and yeah, even in terms of battles of the washed hairlines, um, I saw Gabriels and I was like, "Whoa, what is going on there, brother?" Um. You also need a trip to Turkey to fix whatever the hell was going on there. Funny, um, that Kamiyasu
2: guy is meant to be a lockdown defender. They were telling me that, like, you know what I'm saying? ah oh, don't The very...
0: other day, I don't know. I don't know. Was was I listening to, I think I was listening to Tachi Gunas podcast and someone mentioned and they were like, oh, you know what? Tomiyasu is really good defensively, but he's not that great offensively. Um, and then someone was like, how do you know he's not
2: that good offensively? Maybe was yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I listened to that. I, listen,
0: yeah, I, yeah, I that. Oh, maybe it's by choice. Maybe they're telling him not to go forward. Maybe he's really good with the ball going forward. I was like, Ah, oh, you guys, man, you guys never learn. You guys never learn. <laughs> and and then literally on Saturday, we were like, you know what? If Tommy Asu has the ball, have the ball, man. Yeah, do I'm something. Do <laughs> something. And and yeah, we, we, we saw what he was about, man. He he's he's again a good signing, a good find for yeah. the level that they're at but yeah he's not as good as the, they made out
1: again not just, like, just, just, yeah. like, just a yeah, six he, you know what saying he, he's,
2: six he's hours. Got the, 10, he's got, got that one
1: bissaka um one basaka pack very nah, good
2: defensively
0: nah, the basaka pack <laughs> <laughs> that's another pack man that's yeah that that i, I don't know where you begin with know. that pack a
2: lot of them like just i find it incredibly frustrating with arsenal players that like when they kind of start to do kind of well, you just heard too much about them. Too much. Like, let let these guys cook. You know what I'm too saying? Like play. You overrate them too much. They never like, learn. You know?
0: They never they learn. They never learn.
2: He's got cooked by Coquirella. He's got cooked by Mane. Like, in this space of like, let the guy, you know what I'm saying? Let the guy, again with Partey, like, Partey, he's a good player. But then when they start telling me he's top five in the Prem, he's world class, he's this, he's that, like, this, this is not a performance of a guys. a guy's world class. Since he's come to Arsenal, he's been decent at most, you know what I'm saying? And like Partey again, like he's got to strong much more than that. You know what I'm saying? He should be bossing Tiago about. He should be bossing Fabinho about. I know whatever kind of whatever PR
1: about. effort Arsenal fans have done with Thomas Partey, it should possibly get some industry award, you know.
2: You know what it's always, regarded at, as world class. class it doesn't make sense. It's all based
0: on It's all based on what they thought they were signing. And yeah, Yeah, he's he's been disappointing. He's not been as good as they thought he was going to be. That happens with a signing sometimes. It is what it is. But yeah, there's no point continuing to lie about it and nonsense because he's had a load of shoddy games, man. And Saturday, he literally let Ox boss him. And um, I I, I just I I, I don't know how you defend that one because Ox has done it twice now to him.
2: So like, there was a lot is, of times where Jota was just peeling yeah. off him, and he was like, couldn't track him, couldn't cover him. Like he's not got the legs that I thought. Like yeah, he was. Yeah. He would. You know what I'm there saying? was a bit. There was, a, was ball, a part, in the, was really a part got... in
1: the first half where Thiago, like, they just could. He could not like disengage the press, and he was just like pointing to get the ball off Thiago, and no one was around him trying to do anything. It was quite funny. Um But yeah. Whatever, whatever PR effort. Maybe for Arsenal fans, don't do music videos for signings <laughs> like, straight off the bat. Give them yeah. six months to bed in, and then do the music video. Drop the single I, first, and then do the video later.
0: I'm just yeah. trying to remember what we were like when Liverpool were washed, and were we were we like just trying to overrate absolutely everybody? Or I I can't because I you know I, I can't remember if it was to, to the levels that they go to to kind of defend their players
2: and try and make them look as. So one one example I will use is.
1: How much did you convince yourself when we signed Balotelli that this was going to work?
2: Oh yeah, I was in. I was. I was. But I was. In. Going to say I that was. In. I like bought the shirt. The I bought the shirt. I yeah, you in. did,
1: didn't you? You bought the shirt.
0: I bought the shirt, man. Number four, <laughs> five. I bought it on the day you signed. I was so happy. I was like, yes, we fucking got it. Balatelli, Sterling, Sterling. We're gonna fucking
2: smash yeah, man up. Well, yeah, we saw it for I, one. I, day, I think the difference is that, like, we was gassed because we were signing good players, but it's not like. We were saying he's like, you know what I'm saying, top five in the world or top ten. Whenever yeah, we yeah. sign anyone, yeah, kind yeah, of like, yeah, I hope they can. Even when we signed Torres, like Torres was a great young, you know what I'm saying, prodigy. But it was never like, he's one of the best strikers in the world right now. It was always like, can he come and prove it at Liverpool first before man can call him this stuff? Whereas it's like, Partey's already a top five midfield in the world before he even gets to Arsenal, apparently. It makes no sense. So yeah, yeah, you can't
1: call someone a top five player in the world when we literally saw him get cooked at Anfield um the season before. So it's just yeah. They're, they're a different breed. Um so it is why it is there. But but yeah, Minamino, um really oh, yeah. good team get, get that goal. He gets it I forgot, yeah. forgot, forgot what's we're, <laughs> we exactly
0: what we're not supposed to be doing to him, man. This is what's been going on with him, <laughs> he's, <laughs> really,
1: he's, just like, he's just there like no, oh yeah, Jackie Oh
0: yeah. Let's talk about him quickly. Oh good lad, good
1: lad. <laughs> it's nice to see him getting in get, getting these goals in. And I think in every appearance that he's been um so far this season, he's he's looked really impressive. He looks like he's actually matured into what we need from this Liverpool side. Not to say he's mature as a player or whatnot, but I feel like he's finally getting the nuances of of the attack. Um so do we all expect him to play today? Tomorrow, today. Uh, against Porto, and yeah. so where do you force and where do you see him playing?
0: I don't know what position Taki plays,
1: man. I don't. That's I, the only I, downside to the Taki experiment because I still yeah. have no idea what side is his best. I, do you know I what, don't know.
2: Did do you hear know. what Klopp said in the conference? That like Taki gives us a great problem, and you know when he kind of uses terminology like this. It's kind of like Ugh. like he's like it gives a great problem because he can kind of play four positions. He can play like left, right. He can play through the middle, he can play as an eight, and just like, well, damn, you don't really know his best position then. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think he's probably... his,
1: his subtle way of saying, Yeah, brother, I don't even know where he plays. So good luck for getting <laughs> that one out. <up." laughs>
2: yeah, I think he'll play on one of the wings. So I think probably right wing. I can imagine that he probably takes out his place on the right. Luigi goes probably through the middle, and um, I don't know, maybe like a jot on the left or something like that. So maybe I, I'll take Now, what about one.
0: Nico right wing, man?
2: No, he, play, he, play, he's he played. he's played. He's been left as me for um, for Wales. I
1: thought was left forward. That left. let Nico cook.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. Nico's playing further forward.
1: Yeah, he's been playing on the left. I, I thought he's
0: been playing on the right.
1: Yeah, because for I think us against, he played um, right wing. Yeah, so when he was playing for Wales against Belgium, I think was it last week? Yeah. He had this mad mad run, cut and shoot. Yeah. Where that, yeah. he was quite unlucky not to score, and it was uh, from the left. Far. So I was like, mm. okay, okay. Um Nice little experiment here to possibly get the price raised by about five million quid. So, so
0: what is, is we're doing there? again, we're not talking about tacky, yeah, true.
2: Do you know what? It is. Yeah, see, the thing is with tacky and the region, it's kind of like I want to see them play at least one game with the like with our best team. So, it's mm-hmm. unfair of them to every time they come in have to play with like you know, what I'm saying the youth teams and kind of play with people that they never played before. So, like, obviously, I just want tacky to get a chance with seller, Mane, you know, what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, Thiago Fabino Because it's just like, okay, if he performs of our best, because obviously we have quality players around him, so hopefully he should improve too. So I, that's just, I hope that at least you know what I'm saying. That maybe in January they kind of get a chance to play with our better players and let's see what they can do, man.
0: I, I think I just want to say one thing about Taki, and it's like, I don't know if I've said it on the main pod, on this pod, if I've said it on the Patreon pod, but I just feel so sorry for him, man. And every, I always go back to this every single time I talk about. Him, I'm like, I feel so sorry for the guy. He joined, he came to a city by himself, and then literally two weeks later, a pandemic happened. He he was then forced to stay in his flat, not make any friends for months, didn't get to meet his teammates, had to do Zoom calls with them. He clearly didn't know much English, so he was finding it difficult to communicate with them. Um, And then obviously he he joins and starts playing in front of no crowd, there's no atmosphere, no nothing. Yeah, he wins the title and everything, but he didn't get that experience. He didn't get a good pre-season either because of the pandemic again and again. That entire season last season was in front of minimal crowds. Um, there were some mm-hmm. games where he had a percentage of people, but he didn't it have a, a settled. Yeah, he didn't have a settled start to the Liverpool career. Then he got sent out on loan. And it's like you know what, man. I think Klopp's not exactly helped bed him in. Pause to the team. But I just feel as if the circumstances to his signing and just, just everything's not worked out so far. So I, I really want him to do well. We can see the quality in him. None of us have ever said, you know what, tacky shit. He should never. We've never said that because you can see he's actually good on the ball. You can see he's smart with his movement as well. The only problem with him is we don't actually know what his best position is. And the other thing is he doesn't call for the ball. He's just too quiet on the pitch. If you watch him when he comes on the pitch, he never calls for it. He, never, he hardly ever raises his hands. He just runs about and just hopes. He's just looking around, waiting for the ball to come to him.
2: He finds he space, right? But he doesn't call for the ball. But he finds, like, a lot of space.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want him to do so well, man. I was so happy for him that he scored against Arsenal. And you can see how happy he
1: was, because that was his first goal. Yeah, as well. he loved that. He proper enjoyed it. And, yeah, yeah, You yeah, can see yeah, how I'm happy everyone else was for him as
0: well. As well.
1: Nice. Hmm? You can see how happy everyone else was for him as well with, with the celebration. So,
0: Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I I I just think he's he's just had, he's been so unlucky with 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 his move. Um, I really hope we can kind of make it work with him, and I, I hope in the winter period we've got quite a few games coming up. I hope Klopp starts to use him, and we can see what he's about, um, and hopefully find out what his best position is. Because yeah, at this point we're still stumped.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I think if he finds his voice a little bit more, you can definitely see how he'd operate as a number nine. But if he doesn't, if he's not really calling for it, and you know he's getting these good positions. It's all for naught really, isn't it? In terms of finding the space and whatnot. So it's definitely a good, a good one to follow. Uh, looking at the Porto game, it's a bit of, it's a weird one. We've got two games where they're quite non-factors. Um I also feel a little bit sorry for someone, uh, you know, like like a kid or something. It's going to be their first night, you know, first European night at Anfield under the lights. And it's not really got anything to play for, <laughs> considering we've done all of the good business before. Um it kind of reminds me of when I took an ex girlfriend of mine to um, a, a Europa League game. It was the one against Utrecht, where Roy Hodgson lied and said he was going to put out a full, full, full Liverpool eleven. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to play Torres, Gerrard." Now I get there it's like jovanovic is playing, and you know all these like shit guys. on then
0: and then man,
1: bro, they just bums, man. It's just like Roy Hodgson literally embarrassed me in front of the host. It's That's it's what it's happened.
2: Where's Torres?
1: you know. <laughs> she, was, she was like, you told me these were good And I was like, yeah Yeah, they're not um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, man Roy Hodgson embarrassed me in front of the host that's what Bro, it you give
0: us a lot of stories About you taking an extra football game, man Why do you <laughs> keep taking them football games? <laughs> what the
1: hell? It's like, you know, you know when like You go out with your girl and She like, she picks the film Yeah It's kind of like that, but I just put the activity in it like I've got these <laughs> tickets, so I might as well just go now. But you
0: did it whilst <laughs> you were washed.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. I just wanted a day out to be honest with you, for anything. Oh man, I respect you. She
2: just <laughs> freezing, just not really. She, she has some interest in the football, surely, or she? Was? Yeah, she
1: did. She did have some interest in the football, so it wasn't too bad. Okay, but still, we were we were very washed, and um, man,
0: that period we were definitely
1: washed. We were awful. Um, the washed chronicles of Coffee and fracas coming soon to the Patreon page. Um... But
2: no, yeah, no, 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 no. Listen, you know that No, pause. we gotta. Re- no, no, no. We've gotta relive got to forget, yeah, listen, we gotta read the page. We, basically, we will never dare. Like, you gotta forget. Like, man's forgot about all of that. Man, I'm prestige now. Like, man, I forgot about. We act brand new. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Every, listen, everyone says that we act brand new, so let, let's actually act brand new. And yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but yeah, <laughs> that 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 portal game. I'm interested to kind of see a couple of people. I think. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see Tyler Morton because he was he was in a lot of farting spaces yesterday.
0: Yo. Yo. Why
2: was, <laughs> well, oh. was he in a fight space yesterday, though? So, Chris, that, that's your guy.
0: Listen, I, I... What space was he in, sorry? He was in a farting space. <laughs> Bro, bro, literally, it was just Twitter account. And he was in a space here yeah, where people were just jumping on the mic farting. And Tyler Morton was in that space.
1: If it was the squirting space, I could possibly defend him, but a farting space, that's Alice's <laughs> boy down. I don't mind. was doing that
2: whole single dialect and whatever yesterday. Did you see that, Chris?
1: I saw Bruno in one of them, and I was like, "Brother, you got a game in like you know an hour? What's going on
2: here?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler
0: Morton was listening to farts, mate. He was listening yeah, to a man.
2: Fart. He like just got after... his Premier League debut. Like, what is that? What you're going to be
1: doing? <laughs> 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 man, I might have to divest the stocks now. Uh...
2: He's having a sense of humor, but hey. Yeah, true. Fighting <laughs> yeah, spaces. Hope, What's the he's what? he's technology?
1: is such a wonderful thing, and then we just do things like fighting spaces. You know what I mean? <laughs> God must
0: hate us, man. It. He? he must just look down. It. Like,
1: oh, fucked up, man. fucking now Steve Jobs is crawling in his grave. Um, hopefully, sorry, he's right. you, yeah. No, he's hopefully, he's
2: in the right, right frame of mind to play a game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm like, I'm happy to see. I want to see Phillips. You know, I haven't seen Phillips play a game. For donkeys, yet. I thought he just played like he signed a new contract. Also, I also know why he signed a new contract, obviously, to kind of protect his value. But hopefully, he gets a game along with Kanate. You see Nico Williams. Um, but yeah, I have this sneaky, sneaky suspicion, especially because, in my opinion, I think the player that always does the press conferences always tends to play. And Thiago was doing a press conference yesterday. So I just have a sneaky suspicion sneak that he's going to play. What do you guys think about Thiago starting tomorrow?
0: It would be fucking stupid if he
2: does. (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday, it's but you might, It might be a thing where he needs rhythm, kind of thing. Yeah, no, no, I saw
1: that. If he does a quick 45, I'm okay with it. (sighs) Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's needless risk, isn't it? You know what I mean? I mean, you can make five subs. You can make five subs in the CL, so. Yeah,
0: yeah, but based off that, I guess you could play a few um, um, main, main 11 players and kind of... Yeah, kind of, I don't know, score a couple of goals first half
2: and then ease off with yeah. it. F- I'm kind of scared he's going to play kind of a strong team because um, in the press, obviously um, last post-match against um, Athletic Madrid, he said that, obviously, the guy, the, um, the person interviewing him, Klopp, said that um, you can rest your team now. You've got two games left. And he was like, I can't rest the team because we've got reward money to win. Like, owners won't be very yeah. happy. So I don't know what you guys think. you think we're going to play a strong team or...
0: Yeah, I mean we need the money, bro. So <laughs> oh my God. The, the the summer thing <laughs> that we we need as much beggars can't be choosers at this point. If two point five million is on the table for a win, you gotta go for that win, baby.
1: Yeah, you got it, man. Yeah.
0: I, I I think it'll be a mixture. I I think Origi Minamino, I don't know if Origi's still um out with illness.
1: I think he trained today in the okay. training session. Okay, that's
0: fine. Cool. So yeah, so I guess Origi, Minamino will start um Tyler Morton will definitely start um I wonder who starts in front of Robo Shimikas because if Robo starts that you can interpret that as yo you're, choice, you're playing bro. with
2: the washed up kids man <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not main
2: 11 this week if, if, if I if I was Robertson I saw my name when I would over that hey yo hey yo
1: <laughs> respect man nah, the, the key will be whether Robertson plays Leicester because he would be like do you not rate me in it what are you doing here leak Cup? <laughs> okay. Okay, I see what it is. Yeah, so, so about...
0: obviously Gomez, Canate, probably start.
1: So is Gomez fit
0: again? No, why? He's, he's not fit. What's wrong with him?
2: He's, he's, I don't know. He's, he's got an injury. So he said that he won't be back um until...
0: until Mad. Mad. Okay, so Canate and Matip.
2: Kanate and Phillips. Phillips. I'm or
0: Phillips. But then again, Phillips has had ample opportunity to play other games like Carabao Cup and they've still not played him. So
1: i actually no, played no. this. Bro, I was looking that I was watching the highlights from that Newcastle Brentford game. Mm. I played Nat Phillips in some as many games as humanly really possible to remind people how decent of a centre back he is because mm. yeah, there is a market where we can get 15 million quid for him in this January transfer window.
0: Yeah, he he he's he's not bad. He's not bad after all the he's jokes that
1: him. everyone made. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, he 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 is good. He's not a bad defender, um, aerially, and he did improve as time went on with the ball at his feet. <laughs> Surprisingly, he did get better. Um, but yeah, in terms of the team tomorrow, I think it'll be a mixture. I think yeah, Peter has a point. Potentially, Tiago Hendo potentially could start, and because we've got five subs, take him off at half time, mm-hmm. uh, on the sixtieth minute.
1: I think just the rotation aspects of the next few weeks are going to be so key as we, you know, kind of progress more into this festive period because we're just going to need everyone fit and firing. Um, and it's good up. It's good opportunities to get people who are returning back from injury into some form of rhythm, get a few minutes into their legs, especially, um, and just push on from there because God knows we're going to need them in the next few weeks, especially with Afcon and whatnot coming up. So it's just going to be interesting to see what happens with the squad utilization. Um,
2: I got to give Klopper a a little bit of a warning. I didn't like that. What you said, what there's there's an African tournament coming up. Hey, hey, big man. (laughs) Hey, big man. It's a bit more than an African tournament. But hey, yeah, carry on, Chris.
1: No, no, fair, fair enough. I mean, if you want to be, you I have to. So if you want to be that you, man, love. I also got <laughs> reprimanded.
0: I also got reprimanded. I'll be honest. I got, wait. I got reprimanded in a chat with Chris. <laughs> so, yeah. I, listen, listen. That that tournament shouldn't be going ahead, in my honest opinion. I think, you know. Wait,
2: wait. It should be going ahead. Maybe the timing
0: should be changed. But it no, yeah, yeah. The t- as in, like, it shouldn't be going ahead in Jan. That's what I mean. Like, I don't, I don't think the timing is correct. I think later on is fine, but I guess obviously temperature and all that kind of stuff. It's tough. It's tough to time it. It's tough to and time it. And the World it. Cup as well. You can't
2: do it. In
0: the and summer. the World Cup. So you can't then have a World Cup in December and then have the Afcon in Jan. Yes. Like it's mm. it's a bit peak. So I, I get they have to squeeze it in somewhere, but it's a bit problematic because I I just don't understand how the flights and stuff are going to work. Like I don't get it. I don't get how the how how you're going to have to um, isolate and all that kind of stuff and. Yeah, it's it's all different for every country, so it's it's. It was different.
1: a weird one, wasn't it? Because obviously, the lads came back from Brazil. They didn't have to isolate this time around. So yeah. I basically just given up on what the fucking crack is. And then there's other people
0: that had to go to Belgium and then came to England and you know, yeah, bypass some weird rule.
1: It makes no sense,
0: bro. It's, it's it's weird, man. It's weird. But yeah, let's we can talk about Afghan in the end of December, and I'll I'll, I'll watch my tone. I don't want to offend any Afcon <laughs> fans. I <laughs> I'm a, I'm also a big fan of Afcon guys. I used to watch it on Eurosport. Let's not forget.
2: Man man's talking like you know that I I I got I got a black friend, you know. Myself. i got black friends. <laughs> i
0: got I, a black friends. I used to watch Eurosport back in the day, oh, you know. Man. You know what man? Afcon ball is so bad. It's just it's just it's just not good to watch. I can't
2: no, the final oh. was lit last year. You remember? Who, no, was it two years ago? It was um, Algeria versus Senegal at Now you know,
0: you know what my favorite tournament was—the tournament where Zambia won it because Zambia oh, yeah, yeah, they played so well, man, and they had no star players, no nothing. They were just a solid team, and yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed that tournament. But I after remember
2: that, the final was last year. It wasn't Senegal. I don't, was it Senegal, Chris? It was Algeria versus someone. But I know yeah, they knocked yeah. out. Murray's not to out not Nigeria with a free kick. Yeah,
1: I think Algeria won it, didn't they? And was yeah. money in the final and they just couldn't get it done.
2: Yeah.
1: but um, yeah, it'd be interesting. Who are who are the clear favourites for, for afghan by the way, Pierre?
2: Who would I say the um I think it will still be Algeria, you know. Um they've, they've got a great team. I know Ivory Coast haven't qualified um Nigeria in the playoffs. Um, so yeah, I think it'll probably unless like you get a massive carry job from Salah, but yeah, I was I was, I was still See it as still being Algeria. Why not
0: Nigeria? Let, let's say Nigeria get
2: past the player, well, I mean, I mean, didn't he? Yeah, but it's not even that. We have a plethora of attackers like we have um Villa, Villarreal, we have Dennis from Um Watford, we have Ewobi, we have Moses Simon, we have Ayanacho, we have Aribo from Rangers. But the problem oh, one is... Year. yeah. Yeah, one year as well. So there's loads of literally attackers um, that we have. We got a, good, a lot of good players as well, but um, our manager is not not very good. So um, he keeps choosing people like Agallo got called up last time. Like, what is Agallo still doing in the squad? Yeah, people like Ahmed Musa still getting called up. So yeah, our manager Peter overall, he's not very good. So yeah, so he's his selections a bit peak.
0: Okay, interesting.
2: But yeah, how's how's in um, how's no. How how's the country doing?
0: Yeah, I, I
1: I was gonna say I was gonna ask Chris, how's the Indian national team doing <laughs> <Yeah>. first? <laughs> <laughs> they have a very, very nice football shirt, that's all I'll say.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I got I got updated on the Bangladeshi national team today in the group chat. Yeah. Apparently, someone Munjimul Islam or someone like that has been bagging the few goals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? You know, I, I listen, I don't know. I don't know what. Do you
2: not know. follow them though? Like even I know Why that am I, I going to
1: follow Bangladesh? Why and...
2: am I going to follow India in fucking football? <laughs> Cricket, <laughs> yeah yeah. A, like, a little bit of pride,
0: no. No, you know what it is, Peter. Where number one, where are we supposed to watch it? They're not even on TV. So, <laughs> yeah, if, true. It literally, if it was on TV, it's a different conversation. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let me watch, let me see what these men are about. They don't even show it on Bangladeshi TV, so oh, like wow. it's not actually possible for us to watch yeah. Bangladesh for me to watch Bangladesh play. and I'm guessing it's the same for Christian India. Um, but yeah, let's yeah, allow it, man. Why are you talking to us about football? You know what you're doing, pussy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> step to step into our cricket arena and then we'll see who's playing ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: How Nigeria doing in cricket, playboy? Come on.
2: <laughs> boy,
0: <laughs> boy. I wonder if Nigeria have a cricket team. Let me find out. Boy boy, boy,
2: boy, But Yeah. Nigeria
0: cricket team. <laughs> Yo, they've actually got one. Mad.
1: It's always a weird one with like, whenever I think about it, kind of like India and football, it's, it's, it's just mad because I always think like a, if we had one Asian, British, Asian, Indian-born footballer. Like, I would get my Indian passport as soon as possible because the endorsement deals would be through the roof. Bro,
2: I just know. all I know. Sonu Chettri was it Ch- Chettri? That is. Are still one, playing? You know. He's, of course, he would play because he's greatest player of all time. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's top. I think on FIFA, he might be rated like in the 70s. He's you got a whole team for like, or whatever, and I think he's actually rated in the 70s. That he's was
1: like a ago. He's 37 years old and he's still Chetri. kicking ball.
2: Because Ronaldo, Ronaldo broke his record recently
0: didn't he I remember there was that Indian player That used to play for France
2: Yeah Vicarish Dorosu
0: Dorosu yeah yeah He said she played yeah, for the yeah. France national team He oh, actually damn. got in um, but Yeah, who, Yo this Cherry guy doesn't even look Indian What the hell is this
2: but yeah, anyway, anyway
1: back to Liverpool yeah. <laughs> Yo what, who's this fraud man Yeah Indian it's like when you see like um, certain nations, and they have got like a Brazilian who they've naturalized.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I always find I that really
0: Qatari or something.
1: There's definitely going to be one in the Qataris here, isn't it? No, like the Qatar country. World Cup. Just watch how many of them man are not Qatari. <laughs> <Just watch>. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be interesting, but but yeah, man. I mean, fantastic win against Arsenal um, as per usual. Uh, I mean. I think there's a mad stat that Arsenal have only lost so many goals over 4-0. And I think sixty percent of them have been to Liverpool and they've been in the past kind of like ten years. So it's always a nice thing to kind of know it's gonna be a not a comfortable ride, but it's gonna be a, a guaranteed three points when we play them. Yeah, there are
0: bitches, man. There are bitches. It's it's mad how it's mad how badly they've fallen off. It's it's not it, we are not even gassing when we say it. They've literally fallen off like the quality of Arsenal is um yeah, beyond repair at this point. I don't I don't really know. I don't know when they start challenging Liverpool and, and be like equal age mates again. It's It's been a bit mad for the past six years.
1: Yeah, um, of course, got the game against Porto. Hopefully we see how that goes. But yeah, it'll be a bit of a mixed bag, um, I think. But as long as we kind of get players a bit up to firing speed, a few pleasant surprises in there too. I'm hoping that Origi can, you know, really start to get going as well, because it's been quite impressive this season. Same again with Ben Amino. And of course we have safe answer the weekend where we will do our usual weekend preview and our post-match show over on our Patreon page. So to subscribe and get access to that, head over to wwwpatreoncom forward slash cop and fracas and sign up for as little as three pounds a month today. That's all we've got time for this week. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. Uh, I've been your host, Chris. I've enjoyed both fahi and Peter. Um, Hopefully, we will see you later on this week for the Patreon content. If not, we will see you next Wednesday with yet another jam-packed episode of Captain Bracket. Until then, stay safe, stay sound. And we'll see you soon.
2: Sure. What? I'm just. You are to handle in the matter of rap The elements are relevant as in the track I'll it up, run the shot, take it to the top But still lay back as I faint the crap I tap the bottle and twist the cap I bring the essence of lessons to fight your rap I'm a you can't this. With the skills I got, yo, I should sure be a One, two, three, four, get four. with Can I get up? Chicks get a can I get a, get a, I get a... Fabulous, you know wicked. Wicked. One, two, three, four, get with the wicked Can I get up? A... Can I get a hot boy? I'll be on social. Need a rapel four 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 4. 4. 4. 4. Sports
1: Social Podcast Network.